0: Where we do the most and the least at this same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How the hell are you? Hope you're doing well. What's happening? What is going on? I am in Denver, the mile high city, or just the high city. Y'all are stoned. My sweet Bellman. Uh, valet at the hotel, got me confused. We got out of the car. And then three minutes later, he was taking our bags up to the front. And then he started following an old, much older, like I'd say in their 60s, very petite lesbian couple. And he turned to me and he goes, (laughs) oh, shit, wrong people. I got confused. And then I realized he had no idea what day of the week it was. said, sir, if you think three people, Chris, Christina and I, You got us confused for a petite, very petite, like unusually petite, much older, almost elderly lesbian couple. Lesbians for sure. You could, I mean, Tina and I every day, we said our new sense of style is going to be unisex. We're going for a very metro unisex, masculine look? Am I starting to absolutely transform myself into a lesbian? Absolutely. Yes. That's a 100%. An absolutely yes is that. But the fact of the matter is, I forgot everybody in Denver is actually high. The guy looked at me, and then he looked at the two old ladies, and he was like, wait a minute. on, Who do these bags belong to? I was like, Carl, right here. Anyways, good to be here. Just want to let y'all know I... Had to make a quick trip to a Walgreens to get some eczema relief lotion. Eczema's flared up again and some magnesium citrate. Thank you to all the gastroenterologists who called me. Hadn't shit in a week. That's where I am. Absolutely not. To vacation constipation. It's a real thing. I'm not here to push the boundaries. I'm not here to just say things to be vulgar or vile. I'm just letting you know. If you go to Italy, you absolutely must pack magnesium. My friend Jackie Schimmel told me in desperate times, you get papaya. I told her, Jackie, they don't have papaya in Italy. They don't know what that is. I drank all the green juices I could get my hands on. Week one, I was glowing. My hair was good. My skin was good. I was on fire. I was just alive. I was well. Then by week two, because I was not taking in enough fiber, and I'm a magnesium gal. I take it for my leg cramps, my growing pains, all of it. But because I wasn't, I basically had switched over to full Chianti, so my pee got dark and cloudy, almost went into full kidney failure for the fact that I was just drinking espresso and red wine. And then I hadn't shit in a week. So I basically have become septic. Want you to know I'm on the straight and narrow right now. I am am hydrating. I am green juicing. But I, I want you all to know I hit a peak week one. I was like, this is where I thrive. And I will say because the food is so good in Europe, I mean, you are getting solid nutrition. But if you eat as much prosciutto and dairy as I did, which neither of those contain fiber. It's just a heavy protein. Like I now know what people who do keto feel like. They don't shit and they get real itchy. That's what happened to me week two. First week glowing, second week, full dehydration, constipation and tribulation. I mean, we had a great time, don't get me wrong, but it's just the body started to shut down. (laughs) I went into a pharmacy in Tuscany and I was like, hi. Hi, gastro. I just said probiotic. I started taking some Italian probiotic. Didn't do the trick. You know, I started Googling. You know, I asked Jeff at one point just to take a Pellegrino, a cold Pellegrino big glass bottle and roll it over my stomach like he was kneading dough. Like he was in the movie, Ratatouille making croissants. I know that's a French reference, but go with me here. So that's where I was at. When we landed, I don't even know if I said it all the models were on our plane coming from New York for Milan fashion week and i'm going to be honest i know fashion week is not cool anymore at least in new york like new york fashion week is apparently not cool i they invited me i would absolutely still go but the european fashion weeks are fucking fire like donatella versace when will i get my invite uh fendi i would love to be there prada bought one of your bags Please, I will wear Old Navy head to toe because it's the only thing that fits me. But then I will wear my sensible, reasonable prana bag to your show and you know, and hang out front row. Like, where is my invite? I'd like to consider myself a tastemaker, if you will. A, a lady of the night, you know, a lady of, the, of night fashion, maybe is what I should say. I gotta be honest with you guys. Right now, I'm a little jet lagged and I'm feeling a little bit of that altitude sickness, which people said they warned me. Last time I was in Denver, I got really sick off the altitude, which is interesting. I was a skiing child, you know, loved Crested Butte, Colorado, very high altitude there. Didn't hit me. Over 30 though, over 30, if you don't have 25 fluid ounces every 10 minutes and some CBD oil and some magnesium, you're not going to make it. You absolutely will not make it. I mean, that's also it. When I used to study abroad in Italy, I could drink, never get hungover. You know, you never needed a probiotic in your twenties. Do do you recognize that? You just went, you just did things. Now at 30, you're like, no, I'm so sorry. I cannot mix asparagus and brie because if I, if just that, that singular combination, those two things, now I won't shit for four days. You know what I mean? It's like, now we've become so fucking soft. Everything's soft butter Now it's like, oh, Ritz crackers. Oh, I can't do, I can do Ritz and peanut butter. But if I do Ritz and, and Sabra hummus, I, you know, my eyeballs will fall out. I don't know how we got here. I don't know how we got this soft, but this is where we're at. I've just realized I am so sensitive to things. My body is weak. I don't know if I need to go start training for an Ironman and just, you know, buck the fuck up, but I am so sensitive and weak. And I'm ashamed of myself. When did I become this person? When did I have to use broken Italian and broken English to try and have a conversation with an Italian pharmacist to tell her? Panic. I just yelled, panic, no poop. You know what I mean? And that's not, I'm not, again, I'm not trying to have these conversations with you. Anyways, what I'm saying is, I'm a weaker person now and I have to figure out what I need to do to, you know, it's all about self-care. Self-care is great, but when it holds you back from what you used to be able to do, there are moments where it makes you feel, you know, like a shell of who you used to be. Dear women everywhere, let's start a fashion revolution. Old Navy is changing the shopping game with body quality. Body quality means size equality, price equality and style for women everywhere. That's right. Old Navy is making every one of its styles and every size with no difference in price because we deserve it. And our sisters, moms, and friends do too. Old Navy's body quality started with you, the customer. Old Navy read thousands of product reviews, conducted thousands of interviews, went on shopping trips with real customers to hear what you had to say. And they really, really listened. If you've ever wished you could shop with your friends, Old Navy heard you. They made every size from double zero to 28 available in every store with no special sections. If you're tired of ordering multiple sizes online to try at home because, you know, the store didn't have your size, Old Navy heard you. Now every single size from double zero to 28 is there. You don't have to order this stuff online. It's it's right there in the store. Doesn't get better than that. Also, I love that they also made their mannequins in every size. So you can go into the store and be like, I, I now see what it looks like on a size two or a size 12. Why not be able to go in the store and be able to do what everybody else does? And that's be able to buy the product right there and see a mannequin that represents you and your body. That's what body quality is about. It took years of work, tons of revisions, thousands of people, including customers to create this fully integrated shopping experience. And Old Navy should be commended for it because we love to see it that's body quality a revolutionized shopping experience for women everywhere see oldnavy.com body quality for additional details styles subject to availability go Old navy go body quality that's what's up i was i was glowing first week out i was glowing now it's you know now i gotta go find a fucking oxygen bar because denver's too high it's too high you guys are all high and this is too high. Side note, went into your Hillstone, which you know, one of my favorite restaurant chains, the Hillstone, Houston's, Honor Bar, Beverly Grill. Apparently we have a cherry, they have a, what is it? Cherry tree, cherry oak. I don't know. They have another bar named after the cherry part of town here. Cherry Creek, the Cherry Creek Bar. I don't know why Hillstone and I know them as Houston's, but I don't know why the, the chain of restaurants, which is a very elevated, it's my favorite. It really is. I do think they need to bring the chicken dinners back. That's something that I'll fight for probably till the day I die. But I don't know why they have to have, you know, different names in every fucking city. Like you go to Bell Harbor and it's a different one compared to the one in like Arizona. It's like, just name them all Houston's. It is what it is. Is there spinach chip on the menu? Then it's the same fucking thing. But anyways, we went in there. We we landed today early. And I was like, great. It's 11 o'clock. We'll be the first ones there. We walk in and the lady goes, shit, you're not. It's an hour and a half wait. I said, ma'am, it's 11 a.m. I'm jet lagged because I've been in Europe. And I don't know if you know this, but there's a sashimi and a rotisserie chicken keel salad with my name on it. It's 11 a.m. Let me have this raw fish. There is no one in here. So we sat at the bar, obviously. Fine. I'm a but bar fly, I love to do it. But you know what? I just want to say to the, the Hillstone Restaurant Group, A, you've never sent me a gift certificate for the amount of promotion and publicizing I've done for y'all. And B, this is crazy. An hour and a half wait at 11 a.m., I need a VIP card. That's what I'm asking for. I'm desperately begging to use whatever tiny bit of celebrity I have to get a VIP card. I would like to be like a fast track, a fast pass. I should not have to get off a plane and then go there. And you look me dead in my eyes and say, good luck, bitch. I sat at the bar. Thank God. Two very nice gentlemen were able to push down and allow us three seats. But in the moment, I panicked. I said, listen, I've been in Europe for two weeks. I haven't shit. I need something on this menu to loosen things up. And here we are. And I got to be honest with you, these magnesium pills I picked up, they're too big. Also, whatever happened to the fact that, which just a normal, regular vitamin size. Why are all these companies making horse pills? It's too much. They're too big. I'm not about it. Give me a dropper. Give me a gummy. Speaking of gummies, I uh, really respect and appreciate all my Denverites, what do you call it, Den- Denverites, Denveritos, that's what I'm going to call you, Denveritos, all my Denveritos for suggesting what to do when you go into one of these dispensaries, because Colorado, we, this was like where it really got started, you know what I'm saying, really got started here in the Colorado's. And I've been into a few dispensaries before and, you know, the guys are so high working here and they're so chill that, you know, they always want to push the cush on you. I'd rather pay more money to get a sensible joint, sensible weed pen, a light gummy. I need the kind of shit that you used to smoke in, you know, your mom's basement. Some guy named Trevor always brought it by that kind of shit. Listen, I used to do bong rips gravity bong rips with my sister at Georgia Tech. And you know what? I could go out and function as a human. I take half an edible. I have a one puff of somebody's weed pen here in Colorado. My top's off and I'm taking the Amtrak to where? Probably Wyoming. And you know what I'm not trying to do? That. So I want to say thank you so much to everybody who suggested that you have to go in there and say, I want like mom weed. And that's not saying moms are weak, but that's saying I need something to take the edge off. But if if a child starts crying, I could also then jump in and be a good parent. And I like that. That's give and take. That's like mommy needs a moment, but mommy also can jump into action and call 911 when baby Kimberly is maybe, I don't know, choking on a grape. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want. And I think that's the exact conversation I'm going to say to the dispensary man somebody call them a a bud tender, which I'm very into. It's your bud tender. Instead of a bartender, a bud tender. Very into that. Weed tender. But that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say, baby Kimberly, I need to be alert enough that if baby Kimberly chokes on a grape, I can jump into action, but also kind of giggle at her while I'm resuscitating her. That's it. That's where I'm at. Do you guys follow? I could be high right now, and you wouldn't even know. But you'd also know, I don't know right now if I've if somebody slipped me something at the Hillstone today, if they put it in the veggie burger, let me tell you what we ordered. We got the spinach dip. We got four different sushi rolls. You know that shrimp and macadamia roll is mm, kill them. Then I got the kale salad with that miso vinaigrette and the rotisserie chicken just pulled off. You want to know something weird? I used to be totally grossed out by rotisserie chickens and I still am sometimes now. But if you get like a good rotisserie chicken from a Costco and then you shred it immediately, that's what you have to do. You cannot leave the meat on the bird. You have to immediately get it home almost to the point where you singe your fingertips and then shred that bitch and then put it into a glass Tupperware container and then put it on quesadillas, salads, whatever. But if you let that rotisserie chicken from Costco, if it takes you maybe say 20 minutes from moment of purchase to get back to your home And you don't shred it within, I'd say your max door to door is 30 minutes. You got to throw the whole thing away. You can't, it's done. Once that chicken gets cold, you're fucked. But if you shred it hot with your acrylic nails, don't even do two forks. You know, sometimes people will do two forks where they like marry the forks and they make tongs and they shred it. No, use full acrylic nails. That's how you get the best fucking chicken. But anyways, other than that, just a loose rotisserie that's been sitting out, I don't fuck with. But that kale rotisserie chicken salad, we had a veggie burger. We had some sides. It was delicious. It was great. Then I went to a CVS and I looked at the woman and I panicked and I said, I need something. And she said, get some magnesium. But I'm telling you right now, these magnesium pills, they're too big. I don't know why we're making horse pills when as a society evolutionary, we've evolutionized, we've what am I trying to say? Through evolution, our throats have gotten smaller, hence baby Kimberly possibly choking on a grape, but our bodies have gotten bigger. And I know that's a scientific fact. (laughs) Okay. So don't Wikipedia or ask Jeeves because guess what? Facts are facts. Anywho, okay. Well, that's where I'm at emotionally, mentally, physically. Um, just want to say hi. Wanna let you guys know I'm excited for the show this week in Denver sold out show. Unbelievable. This is the biggest show I think I've ever played. It's almost two thousand people. So I will have oxygen on stage in case I am getting highly affected by the altitude. But we got here a couple of days early to try and, you know, get acclimated. You know, I'm a little triggered um, by Colorado because the last time, well, not the last time I was here, but when we were here as a kid and we'd go skiing, I caught my sister. We were like, maybe I was like eight. She's what, 11, eight, nine, 10, 11. Yeah, three. <laughs> I don't know. I did not take an edible that I know of, but I feel woozy. It's the altitude, right? Okay, great. But I caught my sister making out with this guy that she met in a hot tub at our resort. And I was eight and I didn't fully understand what was happening because there was some heavy petting. And I creeped on them from like the balcony. And my sister came back into the room at like 10 p.m. She was only gone for like an hour. I think the guy's name was like Seth and she was like making out with him and she came back into the room and I was hysterically crying and I I said, are you pregnant? She's like, no, you're such a loser. Gross. And I just kept crying because I thought she was pregnant, but she just like made out with the guy and maybe he touched her boob. But I always remember that in my mind, I will never, ever forget like spying on my sister, making out with a dude in a hot tub and hysterically crying all night because I thought she was pregnant. That's the kind of worry ward I've always been in my life. So when you're like, Heather, I now understand why you went to a dispensary and why you plan on asking the, the man or woman, the bud tender for mom weed, because I need to spring into action. I'm triggered being back here. I need to be able to spring into action in case someone takes a tumble. And that's where I'm at. Okay. Shout out. That's on God. I'm going to get into the hotline real quick. I know we need to catch up. I need to hear what you guys have been up to. So remember, you can always call into the hotline 800-213-7503. Let me get into the hotline now. I love you. I mean it. Feels so good to be back. Thank you for following along and all my... Italy journeys. I've got a lot of more stories I'm going to add to to the road while we're out there, you know. So we're hitting Denver this weekend and then I'm going to be in Indy and Detroit and and then Charlotte and we're going all over the country. Again, you can get tickets to heatherontour.com. Some of the cities are sold out, some we still have tickets, but please heatherontour.com. Come see me, bring your friends. It feels so good to be back in a the theater. Leader's back, baby. And we're doing it. I'm thrilled to be a part of it. All right, let's get to the voicemails and I'll see you in a sec. I'm on the road, crushing it, killing it. And you know what I'm glad I have? My Olive in June Manny System. What is it? It's a polish that lasts seven plus days and does not chip. With the Manny System, each at home, Manny comes out to be just $2. We hope you've fallen in love with the Manny System. I know a lot of y'all purchased it. You've tagged me in it. You've let me know. And I love it. You want to know why? Because when I'm doing my toes, okay, here's the deal. I always take a toe kit, the Manny system, but I I use it on my petties. I bring it on the road with me because you never know when you're going to fall over a curb, you know, roll an ankle near the Ponte Vecchio. And you're you're like, I just messed up my pedicure. Well, I got the Manny system. And all I got to do is just touch up my bad boys. And that polish will last seven plus days and it doesn't chip. It doesn't chip. And that's why it's the best. You can take a tumble, but you're going to know that that nail polish is going to be like a rock. So you got to take it on the road with you. It's the best. Here's the thing: you can't possibly do your nails yourself, and you've tried, and they and they look like they've been painted by a five year old. Salon manis are so expensive, and they always chip. But I got you, Olive and June mani system, and now you can make DIY manis and petties because I like it on a hard pedicure that looks salon perfect and lasts seven plus days. That is possible. Everybody always asks Heather, "What's that color in your toes, baby?" It is Olive and June. I'm obsessed with their kits. They're friggin'. Awesome. Your new nail life is here. Get 20% off your first mani system, or as I like to call it, your petty system, when you use promo code absolutely at oliveandjune.com. We're done with the expensive bad manis. This is the new us now, okay? Again, just go to oliveandjune.com to get 20% off your first mani system when you use promo code absolutely at oliveandjune.com.
1: Hey, Heather. Got a quick absolutely not for you. Absolutely not. Well, absolutely yes to the fact that I'm getting married in 24 days, but absolutely not to the fact that there is apparently a flower depression. Got a call from my florist telling me that the peonies that I wanted to have for my wedding and bouquet, my whole wedding is just, you know, revolving around peonies, that I'm not going to be able to get them because her flower vendor in Holland or wherever the hell has transitioned from a flower farm to a marijuana growing farm.
0: Hey, friend. Wow. There's a flower depression. I mean, it makes sense though. You know what I mean? After this past year, you don't think nature's fucking depressed too? You don't think the flowers are just fucking over it? Do you know how many of my friends just switched over to Zoloft and now you're telling me the, like, like we're not expecting a fucking evergreen, a peony, a lily to also need a little boost? I get it. Now, I know that's not exactly what flower depression means, but I think that is what it means. Also, I didn't know that you're not supposed to have lilies at a wedding because lilies are technically what you send to a funeral. I mean, you can have like, as long as you don't have white lilies at your wedding, although fuck it. You know what I mean? If you want to have white lilies at your wedding, live your life. They're beautiful. But apparently white lilies is what you send to a funeral, which can I be honest with you? I don't know flowers. I couldn't be standing in a garden. I don't ask me to go to the botanical garden and then me look at something and go, yeah, Yeah, that's a rose. That's a carnation. Rose and carnation, I know. And I know carnations because I don't know if they did this fundraiser at your school, but around Valentine's Day, you could send carnations to people in their class. And I can be honest with you, when I really look back at this and think about it, this was kind of fucked up, okay? You were able to buy carnations and then they would like paperclip a little like note around it. And it always happened at like two o'clock every day at school somebody who worked in the office would come around with the bucket of the carnations and would pass out the carnations to whoever you bought it. And then everybody in the class would be like, Oh my God, I'm about to get a carnation. And I got to be honest with you. I did not. I never got carnations. Some people's parents would send them one. Some people, you know, the popular, like the real sexy, popular girl, we get 55 carnations all from the same guy named Mike, who's just like, please love me. And she's like, gross. Let me know when you get your rubber bands off your fucking braces. Remember that? Remember when we had braces and, you, and for like three months, you had to wear the rubber bands that basically wired your jaw shut? I even think that guy got carnations sent to him. And I was cute. Like I had some good years. I had some very good years. But yeah, the carnations got sent. So honestly, who even needs flowers at their wedding? Actually, I I need a lot. When I was in Italy, I went and looked at my wedding venue, and this like insane, gorgeous Persian wedding had had just been there the night before. And these people must have spent—I'm not even shitting you—a million dollars on flowers, which is ridiculous, which is dumb. But when you see that level of flowers, you then get in your mind as a bride, like I have to, I have to step up my fucking flower game. And now that I know I got to be three steps ahead, I'm gonna have to start buying black market tulips, black market hydrangeas. Hydrangeas are tricky though. Those bad boys, you cut them, you put them in water. If you don't keep an eye on them, I mean, they'll wilt by day two. You know what I mean? So you got to I mean, you give them 35 minutes and a cigarette and your hydrangeas are done. And that's frustrating. That's very frustrating as a flower person, a florist. (laughs) Oh my God. A florist. That's their name, Heather. Wow. I've already almost drank a liter of water and I'm still thirsty. Ah, That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Yeah, but that's some bullshit. So you're telling me, you're telling me that your flower provider is now running a weed farm? Well, guess what? That's because that's where the money's at. That's where the money's at. Peonies ain't paying the bills no more. You know, and people got really into like fiddle figs. It's like we're all mid-century modern with these fucking fiddle fig trees. I have one. I love it. It's fake. It's great. It's actually from this company in Mississippi. And for the life of me, I cannot remember the name right now. And I'm ashamed. They sent it to me and I love it. So if you are the Mississippi fiddle fig company that sent it to me, please show yourself so that I can thank you publicly. But I have a fiddle fig that I love, but that's the vibe now. It's like everybody just has fiddle figs at their fucking weddings or like eucalyptus. You know, I want to walk down the aisle down a bed of roses. And apparently... It's just going to be loose joints because flowers are backstocked. Everything's backstocked. Furniture. Oh, fucking patio furniture. Good luck to you. It's called the supply chain. I don't really know how it works, but all I know is that's the reason why it's backed up. Also backed up like my ass. You know what I mean? See, it's all full circle. This is a very full circle episode. You got the marijuanas. You've got the altitude. You've got the constipation. You've got the wedding this is how I connect everything. But yeah, flower depression. I get it. I mean, if I was a calla lily, I'd probably be on a Klonopin a day too. Why? I don't blame them. You know, and then you got the guy, the botanist or no, what's a botanist? Not him, but you know, the florist also being like, fuck, I could start selling weed because after this year, my plants are depressed. Humans are depressed. So if I don't start letting these people puff, puff, pass we're not gonna, we, we won't be able to buy an Iberico ham. You know what I'm saying? That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at in my life. Just wanted to just to bring that back to me. I love Iberico ham. The entire time I was in Italy, I love prosciutto. But the entire time I was also thinking, I should have bought that Iberico ham, that Hamel. That was for sale for like 200 bucks one time at Costco. It came on this cool like wooden carving station and everything, even with the big saber knife. I think I might see if I can get it somewhere. If it comes back in stock, I'm getting that Iberico ham. Honestly, that's what you need. Just get a bunch of fucking hams, put them out at your wedding, put them as the centerpieces. No one will even notice that there's no flowers. No one will know. I'll be like, do you remember baby Kimberly's wedding and there were hams everywhere? That's what you want to fucking do. I'm about that ham life. So, you know, we got to be glass half full, roll out some joints, maybe roll around on some hemp plants. I don't know what to tell you, but I need you to know that you got to let the dreams of the tulips go. Also, tulips, very fickle plants as well. I feel like they bloom. They're good for a week and a half. And then if your cat eats one, she dies. So it's a real tricky situation. I'm just letting you know, those are the facts. It's absolutely not to the fact that you are now, you know obviously pushing your wedding probably three years because of COVID. Now you're able to celebrate and you can't, and you're going to have to put hams everywhere. But honestly, also glass half full. And we have to stay positive because our plants are depressed. And so are we. Let's get to the next voicemail. Modern fertility. You love them. I love them. Thank God we had them in our life. You got plans for the summer. What about next year? Ever thought about having kids? You probably want to thank Heather, how do I time this out? How do I figure out where my fertility is at? Well, with the amazing company, Modern Fertility, they make it so incredibly easy for you to just do this at home. You order one of their kits online and you can test for a multitude of things. You prick your fingers, send in a little sample and they can let you know about, you know, anything from your egg count to menopause timing to possible outcomes for egg freezing or IVF. They can really give you an insight into your reproductive health. All good things, you know, to know whether you want kids, if they're in your future, if you should be concerned about it. Do you know that a simple finger prick can unlock tons of insight into your reproductive health? I'm talking egg count, menopause timing, your hormone levels that indicate conditions like thyroid disorder, PCOS. All these things are good to know. It's just good to know, why not? And the thing is, it's great because modern fertility is a fraction of the price at other places. Traditional testing with your doctor can cost over $1,000, but modern fertility gets you the same info at $159. That's a fraction of the price. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely, you can get $20 off your test. Also, if you have HSA or FSA, you can put those dollars towards modern fertility. Get insight into your hormone levels. Talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for next steps. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. That means your test will cost 139 instead of the several hundred or even thousand plus dollars it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. That's modernfertility.com slash absolutely.
1: Hi, Heather. This is Patty from Birmingham, Michigan. My absolutely not is that my husband and I were watching Zach Efron's travel show. And absolutely yes to Zach Efron. And my husband would agree after watching The Greatest Showman. But on the show, there was something called a water sommelier. And absolutely yes to a wine sommelier, but absolutely no to a water sommelier. I just feel like life has too many choices, and uh, felt strongly about this. So my husband and I are coming to see you in Detroit, and we can't wait. And thanks for always making our week the best
0: thanks for um, your kind message. Can't wait to see you in Detroit. Detroit's going to be a wild show. All right, I have a couple thoughts on this. I think I may have mentioned maybe last year when I watched Zach Efron's travel show, you know, one of my goals is to have a travel show and to, you know, show you where to get the best blowout, show you where to find a comedy club, show you where to eat the best panini you've ever had in your life. Really connect. There's not enough women in travel. And when I watched Zach Efron's show, no hate, no shade to him, but it was literally the dumbest fucking thing I'd ever seen in my life. His whole show show is about him like trying to be this researcher and he travels with his like health guru which is such an LA thing to travel with your buddy who's a health guru who's like your own personal trainer health guru whatever I'm just like okay not everybody has access to that like I want if I had a travel show I'd show you where to get the most bomb-ass five dollar and fifty cents hair blowout in Vietnam you've ever seen you know you're gonna walk out there like fucking miss Saigon and that's the entertainment that I would give you. So I watched the Zac Efron show bitter um, in a really dark place thinking, yes, is he gorgeous for sure? But he also, I think before that, he filmed that season, got some sort of work done to his face where, listen, I love a Botox. I love a fill, but he looked not well. And I'm not saying that to be mean. I love Zac Efron. I think he's wildly talented, but it just made me mad. I said, I too could have a show where I could show up with too much Botox or maybe say like, fill my cheeks to the gods and then let y'all judge me and at least I'd be getting a paycheck for it. You know what I mean? It's really, I'm just upset that he has more money than me at this moment. That's what I'm bitter about. But yeah, a water sommelier, that's a bamboozlement. That's an absolutely not. At this point, I know we're desperate for jobs. I know we have to get creative, but that's, you're being lied to. And That's bullshit. You know, are we running out of water? Yes. Can I be honest with you? I've thought about this. It keeps me up at night. I don't really understand how, but especially with the polar ice caps melting, I understand that desalinizing water, the desalinization process is very expensive. And I, I literally will ask my husband every fucking day, honey, why can't we just take ocean water and figure out how to drink it? And he says, because it's very expensive and hard to do. But I don't understand with all the money in the world, and I think I've bitched about this before, with all the money in the world, Elon Musk can go to Mars you know, a Jeff Bezos can go to Mars, but we haven't figured out how to make more clean water. Doesn't that seem like a like a like a situation? You know? So that's how this water psalm, and I haven't seen the episode yet, but that's how this water psalm came to fruition because they were like, listen, we know that water is a hot commodity. We're eventually gonna run out of it. So it's gonna be one of those things where you need a 1965 Rothschild. Also a member of the Illuminati. You need a nineteen forty you know, chateauneuf to pop, And people will be coming out at a restaurant with this fancy bottle of water and a glass bottle. And they're gonna be like, this is the 80-year-old aged Poland spring and you're gonna pay top dollar for it because we will have no water. And then what will happen is your pee will turn dark and smell of ammonia because you'll be dehydrated because we will be, eventually we'll be drinking wine like water and water like wine does that make sense do you see what i did there just this conversation's making me thirsty i'm drinking a walgreens version of their iceland pure spring water this is bullshit but eventually because we've destroyed the planet so much somebody's going to come to you at your table at like you know a macaroni grill again wish macaroni grills were still around are they i don't know i should reach out to them you'll be at a macaroni grill and then they'll bring out the, the we have the uh, 2002 Walgreens ice premium Iceland pure spring water. And you'll be like, great. Oh, it's 120 euro. We'll take it. That's where we're headed. So actually the water psalm is smart because they see, you know, a place in the marketplace, a position in the marketplace to make money off fucking idiots. But who's the idiot? We are because we won't have any water left. And we'll be willing to spend money. It's going to be a commodity. I think it already is a commodity. It'll be the number one resource we run out of. So in the meantime, you should probably go to Costco this weekend, get yourself a rotisserie chicken, remember to shred the chicken before it gets cold and then pick up a flat of water because we're running out. We're running out of time. Uh, also found out, Jeff told me we're running out of fucking sand. Did y'all know this? We're running out of sand. Apparently the sand that they used to make glass, which this is what comes full circle, we're running out of sand. There's a specific type of sand that makes glass and that sand we're running out of. I don't know why or who has it in their garage, but it's gone. So I guess the answer to get rid of plastic is to have more glass, but then we're running out of the glass and apparently glass is also hard to recycle. Somebody tell me why we haven't figured this out. You know what I mean? I just don't understand. How have we not figured this out? Someone tell me someone help me. Why? I'm not a scientist. I never did great in chemistry, biology, any of those. Anatomy was a struggle, but I feel like, do I need to start doing some light research, start milling around, maybe recycling bin and start asking questions? Because why aren't we asking the hard questions? Why is no one doing this? Okay, we're going to have to be asking some man named Jacques, who is a water psalm in about 10 years, if we can get a 2021 Dasani. And you know that's when we will have hit rock bottom. Also, whoever did Zac Efron's filler before he filmed the show needs to have their license revoked. I'm just saying, Zach, I love you. I love you. The greatest showman I cried in the first three seconds out the gate. I was hysterical from start to finish because it was such a beautifully chef's kiss, well done movie. But uh, your plastic surgeon and or dermatologist needs to be fired. Just saying. Okay. Love you. Mean it. Let's get to the next voicemail. You know, sometimes ads perfectly align with the episode and it just tickles my taint. And I got to be honest with you. I am so friggin' thrilled to talk to you about liquid death water It's going to blow your mind. I know what you're thinking. You're like, Heather, liquid death water. You got to break it down. Listen, have you been maybe in the grocery store or at a gas station? You've gone in the water section. You're like, what is this thing? It looks like a big can, almost like a tall boy of beer, but it's not. Guess what? It's liquid death water. And it's actually mountain spring water from the Alps. And why is it called liquid death? I'll tell you why. Because it will brutally murder your thirst and their infinitely recyclable tall boy cans are helping to bring death to plastic bottles. Do you know how much I love this? I was just trying to tell you, I don't understand plastic. I don't understand any of this. But liquid death water is awesome. They also donate 10% of their profits from every can that is sold to help kill plastic pollution. And that is badass. You know, why is plastic so bad? It's very easy. Plastic isn't actually recyclable anymore. We just talked about this and how most plastic you throw in the recycling bin actually just gets sent to a landfill because it's not profitable to recycle. Aluminum is infinitely recyclable and actually profitable for recycling facilities. This is the answer. We need to start buying our water out of aluminum cans. And liquid death has that crisp, Fresh water from the Alps. I love the brand. I love a liquid death. Makes you think. Here's the thing. It's easy. Why not make the switch and get it from Liquid Death? Get free shipping on all water and merch at liquiddeath.com slash absolutely. That's liquiddeath.com slash absolutely. Or grab some at Whole Foods and 7 Eleven. Again, liquiddeath.com slash absolutely and get free shipping on all water and merch. You know what I mean? Why not stay hydrated the best way? The deathly way. Liquid death.
1: Hello, this is Phil from Chicago, first time caller, long time listener. My wife and sister in law are huge fans. Shout out Annie and Ellie. So, my absolutely not is cheap toilet paper. Uh, Not because I'm bougie or need to have the softest ply in between my cheeks, but the reason is rooted in a horrifying experience that I hope no person has to go through, yet everybody does at some point. You're hungover, you're sitting in the dark in the toilet, and you wipe. The paper feels thin, and then the unthinkable happens your finger rips through the teepee and suddenly you're raw dogging your buns and audibly and physically are sugar. There are a few things in this world that terrify me, but this is one. And for that reason, I'm never going to buy cheap toilet paper and run the risk of an incidental finger into butt contact and will only buy the softest toilet paper, Though no free ads for Charmin. Thanks again. And that is my absolutely not.
0: Phil from Chicago, I just want you to know that this was one of the most concise, well-spoken, well-delivered of waste meals I've ever heard in my life. Thank you for this. I 100% agree. Also, shout out to Annie and Ellie, the two lovely ladies in your life. Wow, fully agree. You know, there is somebody, I actually have a, a I guess, pseudo family member who I refuse to go to their house because they only have the cheapest Scott ply toilet paper. They have a Toto toilet that heats up. They probably spend $10,000 on the toilet, but they serve you Scott. They serve you Scott toilet paper. You know what I'm talking about. Scott is the cheapest shit you can buy. And I know what you're talking about. You know, yeah, you're going for a wipe and then you basically essentially assault yourself. You didn't mean to, you didn't want it to happen, but it happens. And that's troubling and it's tricky. And what do you do in that situation? I don't know. I don't know what you do in that situation. You say a prayer to the good Lord above and you hope that he forgives you. You know what I mean? Not that you need to be forgiven, but you say, the devil just got me. I got to be honest with you. Since being in Europe, you know, because I am so European, I am so worldly now. The bidet, I'm about the bidet life. There's no reason why you should be walking around, you know, not fresh. And everywhere I went, I would steal the little fancy bidet soap that they'd use. I might use it to wash my hair because it was so nice. It's the same stuff. But we're the ones living in the dark ages where we're still using toilet paper. I mean, they use toilet paper, you know, but my wedding planner, Jill said, she's like, Heather, Europeans don't always have to bathe all the time because they always have a clean crotch. You hop from one toilet onto the bidet, splish, splash. You use a special soap. You're walking out there smelling like Burberry, smelling like Dolce & Gabbana, light blue, which is one of my favorite fragrances. You know, that's where you're at. Uh, Although apparently we're not allowed to uh, watch uh, or not watch promote Dolce & Gabbana anymore because they're problematic. I can't even keep up. But you know, good to know. Bidet, you need to bidet. It makes sense. You go to Europe and you're like, everyone here, was I sweating abnormally? I for sure was. I could not catch up to the sweat. You know, and it's like when your body just has to adjust. It's like when I go back to Atlanta and it could be hot and humid, I'm still somehow okay, but I'll sweat more even in a dry heat. You know, I've talked about this forever. People are like, oh, it's a dry heat. It's dry heat. If it's 120 in Arizona, I'm, it feels like 120 to me. It could be 98 with 120% humidity in Georgia. And I'm like, it's only 98. I'm good, tomato." But maybe if we became more sophisticated and got our lives together, you know, and stepped up our game, Oh shit. Hold on. Sorry. I literally leaned over to drink my water and my fupa hit the the space bar. So that's why it played. But I agree with you. I fully agree with you. It's alarming. It's shocking. I think Cardi B once said the worst thing about having long nails is trying to use toilet paper. Also back to the environment. If we all didn't need as much toilet paper and you went to the bathroom and then just pressure washed your ass with a bidet, we could save the world. It's not a lot to ask, is it? Is it John David? I feel like the guy who knows how to fix the world, his name's John David, and he's some, like, I don't know, Latin scholar, and he's being an ass by holding on to these secrets. We don't ask for much. I just ask for clean water, sand to make glass, a way to recycle glass. Also, why haven't we really figured out how to recycle plastic? You know, there's hard plastics, light plastics, apparently half these water bottles you can't recycle because it's hard plastic. Meanwhile, I'm making my husband take Pellegrino glass bottles and rub it over my intestines to try and get something moving. I feel like I was thriving in Italy for a little bit and now I'm surviving in Denver. And Denver's a great city. But this is where I'm at, spiraling, losing it. Gotta lock it up. I will also have you know, I met a wonderful woman at the Cherry Creek Mall today. Believe her name was Megan. Shout out to Megan. She worked at Golden Goose. And I walked in and it was a great Golden Goose. And listen, Golden Gooses are a bamboozlement. They're very funky sneakers that look like somebody took them out to the Amtrak station, ran them over with the train, threw a little bit of glitter on the soles and said, good luck to you. And I'm going to charge you $500. But I I bought them from Megan because she was great. I wore a 43 in men's. Could not buy either. Remember, I got pretty Woman at the Golden Goose store in Venice where they are they originated. They're Italian. I said, you know what? I was so pissed. I couldn't buy these sneakers in Italy. I'm going to buy them in America. And I had to buy a men's 43. Chris bought a pair. You know what size he wears? 44. So I want you to know at the end of the day, we're fucked because we don't have bidets and I have to wear a size 43 sneaker in men's. Riddle me this. The shoes are getting narrower. The plants are getting sadder. The water is getting less than. And I'm over here trying to curb the altitude sickness so I can go do a sold-out show, to a bunch of bad broads that I'm excited to see. But I need you to know if I'm on stage Friday and I take a tumble, you need to just don't panic, pick me up, somebody give me a hit of a joint, slap me on my ass and give me some oxygen. That's where I'm at. I need two tickets to paradise. But really, it's two tickets to an oxygen bar. Yeah, that's right. I'm also not farting on this leather couch right now. I'm just sitting on a very luxurious leather couch in this hotel. And well, it's a little squeaky. Also, just sweat. I've been sweating so much. I don't know if my body's detoxifying the Chianti. I wasn't even ever hungover in Italy. That's the other thing. You just don't get hung over unless you drink liquor. The only nights I drank liquor, I got hung over. Wine, I felt great. And I usually get very wine hung over in America. But for the last two weeks, I've just been sweating. At the airport, sweating, just schlepping shit and sweating. But I had a great time and I feel richly blessed, but it feels a little wild to be back in the States. And then I get back to the absolute not line and I realize we are so fucked and have so far to go. Got a dear friend here telling me you want to know something that's going to really shock you, your system. Go to a friend's house that uses Scott toilet paper and I'm calling them out. It's shitty toilet paper. And you go to do a, you know, even just for ladies, we even do a wipe with pee. You even go to do a, a pee wipe. And the next thing you know, you've, you know, your new gel nails have scraped your intestines. And if you're like me and your vagina already gaping, one swipe with the wrong way, your fingers all the way up there. I got a question. Do you guys ever forget, like even though you know you took out your tampon, you get paranoid and you forget, and then you have to go in there on like a Tuesday and check. You ever done that? Like a random Tuesday and you're just like, oh my God, oh my God. Did I take my tampon out like three weeks ago? <laughs> even though if you had left it in there, you'd be in full toxic shock syndrome. And I know everyone's like, use a diva cup. I can't figure those out yet. I am still working on that. And I will let you know how my journey goes. But have you ever just like been driving down the road and you're like, I got to pull over right now and go into this Quiznos sub shop right now and just see if there's a tampon still in there. And there's not, there's never is. But I've had a couple girlfriends who've forgotten about it. But I'm just letting you know, it's like months later and you've had multiple periods since then, but you're just like, it's always at a Quiznos. I don't know if it's because their sandwiches are hot I don't know what it is, but it's always when I'm driving by a Quiznos, I think to myself, fuck, I left a tampon up there. So anyways, that's where I'm at in my life, but it's a personal problem. And the altitude is hitting me hard. So I'm going to wrap up this episode because I need to come back down to earth. And I need to go see one of these Bud Masters and see if they can give me something to cool my jets. I love you. And as always, you can call into the hotline 800-213-7503. We will be back to our regularly scheduled program next week. Thank you for bearing with me. I give you two episodes last week. This episode's coming out late this week, but it's just because I've been on a plane for about 24 hours the last two days. But I'm thrilled to be here, thrilled to perform. Can't wait to see you guys on the road. It's going to be so much fun. Again, go to heatherontour.com to get tickets. And um, don't scrape your butt home with cheap toilet paper. And if your friends have cheap toilet paper, leave their house and call the authorities. And that's what's up love you mean it I will see you next time on the absolutely not podcast again it's 800-213-7503 if you want to hit the hotline and we'll get into your messages tomorrow love you mean it arrivederci see you on the stage thanks so much for listening to today's episode don't forget to subscribe rate us and leave a review and as always follow me on Instagram at Heather K McMahon see you guys soon